0: All right, let's go, Chavra. Time to learn some Tayyri. Today's Daf is Daf Yud Test, page 19 in the Haligah Mesachah's Bavakamah. We are on Daf Yud Test. We pick up with the new Shaila. Four lines from the top of the Amud. Boi Ravashi. Ravashi asked the Shaila. Okay, a question searching for information. Now, let's say the question outside. What? is the halacha if an animal damages in a way of regal? How much do you pay? Nezek Shalom. The whole thing. What's the halacha when an animal damages in a way of karen? So it depends. The first two or three times is half. I'm saying two or three because we haven't seen the machalikes yet of what creates a pattern. After that, it's now a muad and you pay whole. What is the halacha of tsoros, Pebbles. Mm-hmm. So according to sumchis, it's complete damage, Nezak Shalim. According to the rabbanon, who we rule like, you pay half damage on tsoros. Now, what's Tzororos? Tsoros is when an animal is going about its normal business, call it regal, kicks up pebbles, those pebbles break something, According to Rabbanon, there's a halacha Moshe Misinai. Mesorah tells us, you pay half. Is it normal for it to happen? Yeah. But you pay half on sororahs. Here's the Gemara Shaila. Get ready. What if the animal were to kick up pebbles in an abnormal way? Not that it kicked up pebbles in its normal way of walking, what if it kicked up pebbles purposely, like keren? See, sororos of regal, follow me, pays half damage. Even though regal usually pays full, sororos, if it kicks up pebbles, it's going to pay half. What happens if there's pebbles that are kicked up by a way of Karen? Abnormal. The animal kicked abnormally and pebbles went flying. <laughs> What's the what, How much do you pay? So you're all looking at me and you're saying, "Well, I do you uh, judge, judge. it? How do you make it?" Better. You see, the animal kicked on purpose, not in the normal way. So it would be another case of karen. It's so it would be another be case, case of karen. a of karen, that uh, if it does it routinely, if it does it a few times, it's a mood you pay have. If it doesn't it, uh, a pattern, says Michael and says a few of us right. Should pay half. Let's say it's not. Let's say it's not throw rose of regular throw of the So also you pay half, or whoever get ready, should you pay a quarter? Uh, where do you come you? Why? Because you're paying half of full throw rose damage. See, full throw rose is half. But on the first case, really, the Tsororos were uh, were a tolda of Regal. In this case... No, Tsororos is Regal, but there's a you you pay half. But in this case, it's really becoming a tolda a of pattern. Karen. Okay, so if it's becoming a tolda of Karen, let it be a Tom of Karen. Let's say full damage of troros is 50%. So if you're a Tom on 50%, maybe pay half of 50%. Maybe you should pay a quarter. <laughs> okay. This is Robashila cover. Here we go. Rabashi Shaila I'm sorry. Okay? So Michael's shaking his head. No, but at least we understand the question. At least we understand the conversation here. So here we go. By Rabashi, Gavaldik. four lines from the top. Do we say that when you kick up pebbles in an abnormal way you pay 25%? Or do we say no? You're still going to pay 50%. me the Robot says, let's answer this. Uh, because of a statement that Rava made, the by Rava, Rava asked the question: "Yeshadolit <laughs> He wanted to know: Can Soros become a muad? Michlal de ein shino, which seems to imply there's no such thing as shino. Now, if he wants something to be a muad, what Rava is asking is: Soros you pay fifty percent, right? What happens if it's the fifth time, fourth time, the animal kicks Soros? Do you still pay fifty percent? Rava wasn't sure. But from the fact that he's not sure about whether you pay half or whole is a proof that when it's abnormal, you certainly pay at least half. But He's holding you pay at least half. And he has a Shiloh. Listen, if it did it three times, you're still going to pay half or do you pay whole? That's a Shiloh. The fact that he has a Shiloh is a proof you don't pay a quarter. Says the not necessarily so. Maybe Rav is just adding that additional question as in a way of an additional doubt. He says like this, it's not not a proof of Rav, maybe Rav is saying like this, first of all I want to know, this that you pay half damages on Soros, is that the first couple times or is that always? And secondly, what I want to know is, if you're going to tell me that you always pay half damage, does that mean that when it's done abnormally you should pay a quarter? And on that, Teku, the bottom line is, says, we don't have an answer to Ravashi Shailah. We're gonna move on to the next question. So here we go. Boy Ravashi. Ravashi has another question, searching for information. Koyach Kai Sumchis. Sumchis says you pay Nezek Shalim, you pay full damages on Sororos. That was his opinion. What happens if it's Koach Kokos? What happens is like this the animal kicked up a pebble. If that pebble were to damage according to Sumchis, I pay the whole thing. But what happens if that pebble hits something else the that damaged? How does Sumchus view that? Is he still going to say, Nezak <laughs> Is he still pay 100%? I don't I like. Or not? When we say there's a sinai, that you pay 50%, does Sumchus agree that there's 50% sinai? But he says that's by Kaya kayachai. And he argues about by don't like or does he say there's never a at all, to which the Gemara says, take we're unsure? We, again, we don't have an answer. Okay, period. So, all of the shyless that we asked so far today, the question stands, we don't have solid answer. So, again, do you pay 25% ever by Tsrairus? We don't know. And then we also asked, what would Sumchis, who normally says you pay 100% by Tsrairus, what would he say if the Tsrairus Hit something else that breaks? But would he say you pay half damage there? Says the Gemara, we don't know. We don't know. Alright, here we go. Two dots. Back to our mission. If the animal kicked, which is abnormal, or there's pebbles shooting out from under its feet. That is normal, but it's Cyrus. and it breaks of vessels you're going to pay half damages okay ibaylahu they asked the question searching for information heigicamah gesontait heigamara what do we mean in the mishnah hay sumevatas vehazika It kicked and it damaged bibiuta with its kick ay or does it mean tryris in the normal way mishalim khatinazak you pay half damages the And this is the opinion of the Rabbanon again, who says that whenever you have tsuroros, whenever you have pebbles, you're going to pay half damages. Or maybe our Mishnah means if it kicked and damaged while it's kicking abnormally. Or there's kicking that's coming out, or there's pebbles coming out because of an abnormal kick, then Mishal See, here's the Gemara's explained like this. We said if an animal kicks and pebbles shoot out, is that one case or two cases? One. Is that the normal, I mean, that the no. normal case or is that the normal case? What does the Mishnah mean? What does the Mishnah mean? It says if an animal sticks out its leg and kicks and there's Troyrus that, sh- that shoots out, does that mean the Troyrus is shooting out because of an abnormal kick or is it a separate thing? It's letting me know. If an animal kicks, that's abnormal, so you pay half. And also, whenever pebbles shoot out, you pay half. Why isn't the kicking considered normal for the animal? A kicking is not considered normal. Walking and shooting up pebbles would be normal, kicking up pebbles would not be normal. So, this is two cases then. Or, that's the Gemara Shire here. Is it two cases, and the, the Mishnah is telling me in both cases you pay half, one because it's abnormal and one because it's troros? Or is it a case of where an animal's kicking abnormally troros? That's just the shaila that he's asking. But let's say you would have been kicked in a normal way, you'd pay full damages. And it's the opinion of Sumchus. So, the, the Gemara is just saying, we want to know who's authoring this statement. If we're dealing with a normal kick, and we're saying in a normal kick you pay half damage, that's the sages. If we're dealing with an abnormal kick, and only then you pay off damages, that seems to imply if a normal kick would have come with the stone, you would pay whole, and then the author would be sumchas. So depending on how you want to read the Mishnah will determine who's the author of the Mishnah, which one it's consistent with. Excuse me, you just got done say that kicking is considered abnormal. Correct. No, he, he's saying the normal way of an animal... Tashmami's safe. Uh, let's for the end of the... Uh, the end of the Mishnah, it says, Dar salakli, if an animal tramples upon a vessel, vishavrasay, and breaks it, Vinofala ashever, and then a piece of that vessel goes out, al kli and it falls onto a second vessel, vishivray, and it breaks it. So the animal squashed one vessel directly, a piece of that vessel shot out and broke a second vessel. What did our Mishnah say? Al shown on vessel number one, that the animal actually sat on, mishali imnazik shalim, going to pay full damages. and on the second one, you're going to have to pay half damages. Now let's pause for a second. Why are you paying Nezek Shalim on the first? It's normal for an animal to sit on small vessels. Okay? Why are you paying half damage on the second? Because it's Shoros. A shard shot out like a pebble and broke the second one. So that's why... Now, who holds shards and pebbles are half damaged? The Rabbana. Sumchis does agree with that. So here we go. The East Sumchis, and if the author of a mishnah would be Sumchis, me Nezek, the Sumchus agree that in such a case you're going to pay half damage on the second vessel. Sumchus again says, Soro you pay whole. So even on the second vessel, the owner of the Akh should have to pay. And what is, if you're going to tell me what the first vessel means, you pay Nezek Shalim on the first vessel to be broken by a piece of pottery. And what does the second vessel mean? It means the second vessel. To be broken by the first vessel that was that was uh, kicked off. He had a shayla the Why don't you to learn out otherwise? And we don't do that, so that can't be the case. Let me explain what's happening here. Our Mishnah says the animal sits on a the animal breaks a vessel. You pay whole damage. If a piece of that vessel shoots out on a second vessel, you are going to pay half damage. That has to be the sages, it can't be Sumchis, because according to Sumchis the second vessel you'd pay full it's Sroros The Gemara here is saying not necessarily so, and in order to say not necessarily so, the Gemara is going to re-explain what first and second means So here we go First vessel we've been learning means the one the animal squashed and the second vessel is the one that broke with a shard Okay? Says it right here, maybe What our mission means is like this The animal sat on a vessel You pay, that's not even our case Then it shot out And broke vessel number one on, That's where we say In our mission on vessel number one You pay all whole damage, you know why? Because now we're going in Sumchus Sumchus will explain our mission like this First vessel doesn't mean the vessel that the animal sat on First vessel means the first vessel to be broken by a shark And then a piece of that first vessel went out and broke the second one. On the second vessel, you'll pay half. Sumka says, I'll agree with that. I hold, says Sumchus, you only pay whole damage on Soros on the first one. But if a piece of the first one that that got broken by a shard shoots out and breaks a second vessel that now gets broken by another shard, I agree you pay half damage. And that's how the Mishnah will work with me. Again, first vessel, if first vessel means the one the body broke and the second vessel is the one that the shard broke, Sumchis cannot fit our Mishnah because our Mishnah you pay half, but if you say the first vessel means you pay whole on the first one that broke with a shard, sumchis can very well fit with our Mishnah. Okay, <clears throat> says the Gemara. <speaking> Ravashi establishes the Mishnah like our like the Rabbanon, not sumchis And he's asking in the opinion of the Rabanan who say tsroros is half damaged. He's asking as follows: Haisa miva Let's say the animal was kicking and she damaged with her kick or or she did in a normal fashion you always pay half damage which seems to imply that let's say it kicked in an abnormal way get ready for this going back to our first question of today you actually would pay a quarter damage only when it see only when there was a normal situation do you pay half damage but let's imply if it was an abnormal situation You pay a quarter Maybe Again, I don't have a proof to that But that's a possibility I don't want, Or perhaps You always pay half damage And there's no, and there's no difference between <coughs> Kicking that was done normally or not normally And again, the Gemara says That question remains So we have question number three As well What the Gemara has established for us Is a greater understanding of We're to be confused ta Yeah? So we don't have halacha lamaisis, but what we're saying is we don't have proofs. We don't have proofs. There's a lot of uh, open area within the cases of our Mishnah that we're not sure how to determine what the Mishnah would say the halacha is. Okay? So we're going to move on to the next question. Two dots. Second wide line. If an animal is walking in a place where it is impossible for it, to not shoot up pebbles. Okay? Impossible. Your car is driving down a um, dirt, road. dirt road. You know for a fact dirt will be kicked up. Pebbles will be kicked up. So if he's walking, if the animal's walking a place, it's impossible that it's not going to kick up pebbles. Ubata, and but it still did damage in an abnormal way. So if it would have walked normally, would it have kicked up pebbles? Yeah. But it happens to be it did it abnormally. It would have happened anyway. Interesting Shiloh, You understand? It would have happened if you walked normally. But it happened in an abnormal way. Kind of like the way that some people try to earn Parnosa. The Bajlam's geyser, you're gonna have a certain amount of parnasa? Just be normal. Just be normal. What's normal? Ask your local Orthodox rabbi. Open up a Musr Sefer to know what's normal. And you go and you do it in an abnormal way. You decide, no, in order to make a parnasa, I need to ignore my family, I need to uh, work on Chavez, I need to. Okay. Guess what? You're gonna make the same Parnassa. You're just doing it in an abnormal way. It's not what the British Columbia wants you to do. So, here the Shila is, we, we create a discrepancy between when you kick up pebbles in a normal way and when you kick up pebbles in an abnormal way. Here the is, what if you kick up pebbles in an abnormal way? What The same thing would have happened if you would have done it normally. Nothing would have changed. Okay? So, but don't these, the difference between normal and abnormal doesn't that have an implication in terms of described as a versus a time. Correct. Things that are done normally have more of a general assumption of mu't. Because mu't means expected. Right. right. It's expected. So we'll be more machmir. We'll be more machmir um, yeah, at right. times. At times yeah. on, on regal, right? So regal is normal. So in general, you paint as a See, except that there's a... Uh, at the same time, when something's expected... Even if you're, there's times where you'll be off the hook because the victim should have also expected you to be there. So the, but the logic is there. The logic is there, absolutely. Right? What, uh, what Michael's pointing out is that there's, uh, when something's expected, there's more of an onus on the owner to have been more careful. On the flip side of that, we know that there's a leniency by rego at times when the victim shouldn't have, should have known that this is what happens normally. I don't tailgate a car right up to there when it's normal for cars to slow down. Don't go, don't inch your nose of your car right up to there and then uh, say, well, I wasn't expecting it, (laughs) it's it's your your fault. Now, law will make it your fault anyway, but uh, be it as it may, okay. Uh, and it damages in abnormal way. What's the or Do do we say that it's automatically considered normal, even if it was done in an abnormal way? Because the had kicked. I Bottom line is, doesn't matter if it would have happened uh, anyway. It did happen abnormally. going to take We don't know. Beautiful. Okay. Anybody ready for some answers today or just questions? Huh? Here, here we go. By the way, there's nothing as delicious as a good question. Answers are gishmak, too. I don't want to only have questions, but to be able to like get into like a, a good question is beautiful. He asked the question, searching for Vzeirah. Animals walking on public property. And it kicks and pebbles shoot out and it causes damage. Mahu, what is the halacha? Do we say it's like Karen? And you're obligated in a public domain when things are done abnormally. I done with the regalu We know that regal is not obligated in a public property, and therefore you're off the hook. Okay, because again, you're walking in a public domain. Amarle mistavra told the regalu. You can assume it's a told of regal and you're off the hook. What happens if the animal? is standing in a public domain, but the damage took place in a private domain. So you have an animal walking normally in a public domain, the pebbles shoot out onto the side of the road, into somebody's yard, and pop, breaks uh, uh, somebody's glass in a private domain. What's the halacha? He says that there's no responsibility, if you have no responsibility for starting, certainly there's no responsibility at the, uh, at the end. Please explain that once more He says you're not going to be responsible If let's say you have an animal walking normally in a public domain Mm -hmm. And the pebbles Which if they were damaged in the public domain You would not be obligated Those pebbles shoot out and break something in a private domain On the side of the street You're not obligated either Because since the beginning of the pebble movement Wasn't included in a way of financial obligation just because it ended up somewhere else, is not going to start to obligate you. You can't just look at the end without looking back at the beginning. Everything that happens has a source. Okay, hence there, there's a rebanishla. Yeah, if you see something here, you ask yourself, "How did I get here?" And it leads that that constant question of why and how always leads you back to Hakadosh Baruch. That's what leads you back to you. You can't just look at the end, see something, and not notice that there's that that it started from somewhere. And since where it started from, in the public domain, there's no chiyuv, there's no chiyuv to pay, so there's no chiyuv to pay. Okay. Says the Gemara of the That's a challenging question on this approach. Choice of animals walking and kicks up pebbles. Even if in a public domain, chiyuv you're obligated. Whoa whoa, my love, even in a public domain, you're going to be obligated. It says, no, relax, no. Sorry, this is not, I'm sorry. This case where the animal's walking on the road in a public property and it's kicking up is not dealing with that. The case is where it's walking in a public domain and it's damaged in a private domain, and that's where we say you're obligated. Now, before we said you wouldn't be, right? Over here, we. This is where the contradictions are come around. Why? One second. You're telling me now if an animal kicks from a public domain and it lands and breaks in a private domain, you're not obligated. We just said before. We just uh, you. You're Chayov. We just said before. You're putter. Make up your mind. That's the Aceve. He's asking a challenging question. Omar Leh, he says to him, Hadri, I, I backed out. I changed my mind. Okay, changed my mind. And therefore, the halacha is Sroros, in a public domain. Your potter changed mine from the second, but right? I still hold your potter. Eisvei. That's another challenging question. Dar salakli if an animal tramples upon a vessel, vishavarsai and it breaks it, the shavar and a shard, a piece of that vessel goes forth and and hits another vessel, vishavrasai and, and breaks that clean. What's the halacha? On the first one, you pay whole. On the second one, you pay half Itani Allah. And we learned about this Allah. That's in the victim's domain. The first one, you'll be put. The second one, you're going to be chayov. Because of Malavet, a We're dealing with public domains. And therefore, if it were to land in a private domain, you would be chayov. And don't tell me he backed out of his halacha. Says Gemara, not true. Okay, I've yeshkan I backed out of that second halacha. Okay, says Gemara, ini that's not true either. Top of amar base, says There's no difference when it comes to half damages. If you're obligated to pay half, that is going to obligate you both in public and private domains. So if I have to pay tres half in a private domain, that means I pay tres in a public domain too. It's always the same. My Talk to me why not? huh? you're going to pay for my simple mind. okay Yeah everyone has a right to be there. And and uh, I mean, we already established a thing that that uh, that the damage that it causes in, in, in Shoravim didn't establish that. We say the, Putter. Again, yeah. uh, Regal is Putter. You're saying over your, here. <coughs> you're saying fine. Right, Gabaldic, That's the Gemara's question. You're asking the Gemara's question. Again, Nachamol, bottom. Ba- bottom word on Amad Aleph, You test Amidala, Says the how can you tell me that Troros in a public domain is not obligated? Ini, it's not true. When it comes to half damages, you do pay that even in a public domain. So you will pay Troros in the public domain. That's your question. Right? My love, even if it kicks and damages in a public domain, you're obligated. So why'd you just tell me that you're putter for toros in a public domain? Whenever you pay half damage, you should be chayev. That's your question. You're asking the gemara's question. I'm confused. Is what I'm no, you're not confused. Why you're You're clear. You think you're confused, but you're clear. You're bothered by the same question the gemara is asking. They keep, they keep going back and forth, and I can't just, I No. Shiraus. <laughs> Let's, let's pause So hold on let's, let's hold up Let's make sure we have claw Because you do have it So here we go Sororos, pebbles You pay half damage Have we established yet In the Gemara The location? No Right So what this Gemara is doing Is establishing Qualifying nazik Sororos What are the circumstances around it? Because it's, If it's being kicked up In a normal way Then it's like Regal and regal doesn't pay in public domains. If an animal damages in a normal way in a public domain, you're not obligated because that's on the guy behind you to move his bumper, move his hood off your bumper. Right? So if my animal's walking around in a Rishosar in Abim and it kicks up pebbles and some some dude came a little too close to him and got damaged, that's not my responsibility. You know we all have rights to beer and you know this happened in a normal way. Okay? So... When would I say chatsi nazik zoros? Maybe when the animal's walking in a public domain and damages, it shoots into a private domain. That's where the Gemara wanted to say. Now the Gemara is asking a question and saying, "But one second, if you're going to establish that as the qualification of chatsi nazik zoros, I have a problem because Rabbi said a statement: Whenever there's half damage, the rules are regular out the window, and you would even pay in a public domain." Which means that the halacha now, according to this statement of Rabbi Echenon, would be, if my animal's walking in a public domain and you come too close, I would still pay half. Mm-hmm. That's the Gemara's question right here. So, so what do I do? How do I view this? Am I putter? Because sorus is like Rego? Or am I chayat? Because whenever there's half damage, you pay. Okay? If you're too close to me, no, even in that case, we're going to say you only pay when it, the animal was in a public domain and it kicked it into a private domain. How can you obligate in a private domain if you're not going to obligate where it started? If you, if you know where to look at the beginning to obligate him, how could you only look at the end? So, what it means like this very simple. Now we're qualifying it even further. What was our question, Cover? Listen up. Here's our question. Here's what was about it. On one hand, we said, Sororos, which is Regel, pays half damage. Okay? It's half damage. Says the Gemara, but, oh, it pays that damage, but not in the public domain. Because in a public domain, it's going to have the same rules as Regel. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yechenon said, whenever you pay half damages, you got to pay that even in a public domain. Says the Gemara, now let me tell you what Rabbi Yechinen meant. It doesn't mean whenever you pay half damages. What he meant was, when you pay half damages of Karen, as a Tom, then there's no difference, public or private. But he would agree that when it comes to the half-paid damage of Tzreros, that you would not pay in a public domain. So again, it's further qualification of what we said. Before we said whenever you pay half damages uh, you're off the hook in a public domain. Now the governor says, nah, we back out of that. Not whenever you pay half damage. Soros is not paid in a public domain. Karen, though, if my animal damages in a public domain as a tom, then I'm obligated. There's no difference if it took place in a private or public place. Okay, new question. Also, oh, we talked again, We got an answer. We got we got an answer. Yosef, Reb Yehuda, Nesiya, Reb Akilah, Akila, Reb Yehuda, was sitting, Akilah, by the, uh, it's Akila, the uh, awning, of Rebbe Yehuda. Nafak uh, Milsa, Benayu, and they were talking and learning, and they said, Kish Kishav is Nava Mahu. What is the Alakha? When you have somebody walking home, his dogs coming to run after him, and what do dogs do when they get excited? They start wagging their tail. Let's say a, a let's say an animal damages with its tail. Mahu? What is the halacha? Okay. Now, do animals usually wag their tail? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I would say it's usual. It's not always, but it's certainly a, a usual thing. Amalei The one said I mean, it's normal. And therefore, it's... It's regular. Yeah, it's regular, right? It's regular. You should not be obligated. What do you want to do? Every owner to hold his, his dog's tail when he takes him for a walk outside? Like every animal that you move from place to place, you got to hold down the tail? Like, what do you expect? This is considered normal things. When I go into a public domain, I know other people have rights to bring their animals there. And one of the things that moves around is a tail. Um, so you shouldn't be obligated. Well even if it's done to Karen You know if you're going to say that No you know why you're not obligated Because you can't expect owners to hold down the tail So the one says back to him Well do you expect owners to hold down the animal's horn Yeah, walk around town It's like holding on to the horns of your animal You don't expect that either Just because you don't expect an owner to do that Doesn't mean you're off the hook It just means that's the risk the owner's taking By taking his animal out It's not a reason you shouldn't be obligated oh. Says, <laughs> says, <laughs> says the Gemara the same thing with the tail. right, so if I don't have to hold down a tail and not, therefore I'm putter so whenever the animal he says, whenever the animal damages with the horn I should be putter too That's right. So he says back to him, he says no there's a difference between horns and tails you know why? because horns animals don't always use tails they always use okay says the Gemara, well, if it's normal for an animal to move its tail around, what was the whole Shaila initially? he wanted to know if it, if, let's say it was a, a crazy amount of wagging of a tail, then what do he do? That's also considered, uh, considered abnormal. Okay. So his response is that, no, even that, even a lot of wagging of a tail would be considered normal and in a public domain, the owner would not be responsible. Okay, Said so the answer was that the dog was wagging its tail and damaged excessively. Yeah, and it, you still do not need to pay in a public domain. That's called regal. It's called regal. It's even if it's more than usual. That's that's what animals do, and you're not obligated to pay. Okay. Says the Gemara. Bayer of Aina Kishkushaba Masamau. What if the animal damaged with a moving around of its male organ? Okay? It's male organ did hit something and damaged. Mahu, what's the Allah? Use your imagination. Miamrina have Karen. Do we say that it's like Karen, Karavlav, Yitzrahka Takifle? See by Karen they didn't have a Hara. That caused it to uh, to do this, but it just had decided to go at damage. Hachanami or so too. Over here is a difference. karen hazik, ha'in hazik. Or maybe we'll say there's a difference because when uh, an animal is moving around its male organ, that is something which is not common. So why would it do that? It must be there's some sort of taiva or some sort of urge that this animal had. To, uh, to use it and in that way it should be similar to a horn. Like there was something else driving this animal to use its, uh, to use its uh, male organ. Now, you could look at it both ways. You could look at it one way and say, well the same way you're obligated by a horn when it's unusual, you should be obligated for it wagging its male organ when it's unusual. Or the other way to look at it is that By the horn, when it decides to use it, what's it choosing to do with the horn? Damage. Nezek. Nezek. By the male organ, when it's wagging it around, it's not trying to damage with it. It's trying to do whatever it is with it. Okay? Make use of it. Scratch it. I don't know. Whatever it is. But it's not necessarily going to... The animals, when they decide to damage, don't use their male organ to damage so in that way I could view it that maybe you're not obligated because again by Karen you're obligated because when it when it for whatever reason it does decide it's just, it's it's an intent to damage. Here it's not an intent to damage. So that's the that's the uh, over here. It says the Gemara We're unsure. Chickens are mu'adim to go in the normal way, Uli and to break the this is only true when it was tied by itself but if a man ties the rope to the chicken he 's going to be Chaif, okay, so the owner ties if if a string got tied to your chicken 's leg and it damaged. Okay, that's what we say. You're going to pay Chatzin Ezek. If you as the owner tied her... You you tried to tie up the chicken from running away or running around. I don't know why you tied it. Anyway. The mishnah says if you have a a rope attached to your chicken, you're going to pay half damage. That's our Mishnah said. Says the Gemara, that's only true when the rope got attached by itself. But if you as the owner tied a rope to your chicken and your chicken damaged with that rope, you got to pay full damages. That's your fault. That's it. Again, the mission says it's half. The Gemara is qualifying that and saying it's only half when it happened without by itself. Your chicken walked around and a rope got stuck around its leg. So you pay half. If you did on purpose, you're going to pay whole. Says the Gemara, one second. Let's say your chicken's hopping around and there's a, a random thing happened that a rope got attached to its leg. What are we saying now? You should pay half damage. Ask the Gemara Why? Nick Sharma Elof if it got attached by itself, why is the, who, who's responsible here? Who's, who's responsible for anything happening? Ilema if you're going to tell me, Bal Hadalil, see, I didn't put the rope on my chicken's leg. It happened by itself. So now the rope goes and damages. Maybe I should look at whoever put the rope there and say, <clears throat> it's not my problem. You put your rope near my chicken so you should be the one who pays half damages okay if you're going to tell me that the owner of the rope has to pay half damages what's that case if the rope was put away modestly privately in a safe place so then he's for sure off the hook this whole thing's an accident and if he didn't hide the rope he's being negligent and you should have to pay full damages you shouldn't even pay half yeah you hear this so it can't be the owner of the rope that's paying half. I'll tell you oh, why. Who, Whose rope is it? A second guy. My chicken. I didn't, put a, I didn't take it off the road so that my chicken should. You own a rope. I own a chicken. Yeah. Your rope gets connected to my chicken. Because I leave it. Oh, the so the mission. Road. I don't know why. But the mission said if your rope connects to my chicken, there's a half damage payment. From mm-hmm. whom? Ask the Gemara from whom? So the S- Gemara is going to save from whom by eliminating the possibilities. If we're going to obligate Yale, S- Gamora, it's not possible. I'll tell you why. Because if you put your rope away in a safe place and my chicken went and got it, I can't. Nobody can obligate you. You're being safe. Right. You, don't, you don't pay half. Right. And if you left your rope out without being safe, then you're negligent and you should pay full. If we're going to put responsibilities, right. pay full. So when the mission says you pay half, it can't be talking about you. You're not paying half. You're either paying nothing or everything. Okay? <coughs> Ella. rather, who's going to pay half? Chayev, Baal, We'll say it's the owner of the chicken that's going to pay half. Okay? Maish Kuli nezik delay. Now you're going to say, well, why am I paying half? Why not pay the whole thing? T'chsev. It says in the Pesach, ki yiftach ishbar sharbar. It says if a man opens a pit, but not if an a, a animal opens a pit. And over here, I didn't go get the rope, right? The rope's a pit. It's going to cause damage. The animal went and got a pit. So, same thing, says the Gemara. Again, even the owner of the chicken is either going to pay whole or half. Or nothing. Whole or nothing. So the Gemara is asking, where is the chicken and the rope? Where am I going to end up paying half? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. The chicken threw the rope. So the rope is now the troros of the chicken. And that's why we're paying half. The bar deravuna is saying a general statement, the little hefker, what is the if my chicken's hopping down the road, and there's no Yale owning a rope. Guess what happens? There's a hefker rope in the road, and my chicken, I'm, I'm with my chickens, my chicken's hopping, and my chicken uh, shot out a rope. Okay? Amar niksha of says, if it got attached by itself and patr. Adam What are you obligated for? Am rafuna mishom hamizgal the other rag with Are you going to be obligated for the same as it's going to be considered a pit that's rolling around under the under the uh, feet of a person or under the feet of an animal? Okay, fine. Says the Gemara. Says the says the Mishnah. Zok the Mishnah. Ketzad. No. in what way is Shane always the more that you pay full damages now we're going to explain Shane yeah what Shane when an animal goes and it benefits from something that it's usual for it to eat let's say an animal goes and it gets a from chewing on people's coats and shoes and and various stuff then the luck is you're going to pay half damage that's not shame. Right? That's not, the, it's not normal. So Mishalim Chatzinez, you're going to pay half damages like, uh, like Karen. This is all the victim's property. if it's a public property, potter, you're off the hook. However, if there's any sort of benefit, then the owner pays for the benefit that's there. So what it means like this, if my animal goes and damages something in a way of shame in a public property, I don't need to pay the full value But I do need to pay what I personally gained. My animal. What did you gain? The value of whatever it is. is. If my animal damages something... With Shane in a public property, usually you don't need to pay. Right. But I do need to pay what I personally benefited. Good. How did I personally benefit? He ate a coat. No. He he ate 10 tomatoes. I don't any things. Not be, a coat. put on weight. Good. A, you put on weight. B, he already ate lunch. So I'm going to have to pay the owner of the tomatoes the cost of my lunch feed. Not the cost of tomatoes. But because I saved money, now I don't need to feed lunch to my animal. So I directly benefited from your property. I don't need to pay you for the whole damage. But from the money I just saved, that my animal ate your stuff, I need to pay Okay. What's the logic, please? What's the logic that I don't need to pay? No, I'm not. If, if, if you save the fee. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I'm out my tomatoes. Yeah. Why should that be? Because well, I. Uh, you, you wait, I, my, you're at, you're I benefited my from your property. You. I should pay what you. Mean, I benefited from your property, so I should pay you. Yeah, in full. No. Because Shane is Potter Bashasarabim. Shame doesn't pay in a public domain. So, in general, I don't need to pay. It's a novel idea that I do need to pay for the limited amount that I that I gained. That I do need to pay. We're going to learn out from Sukum later on. We'll learn out from Sukkim later on how, how to evaluate this payment. If my animal ate, ate a lot more tomatoes than lunch was, yeah. I only paid for lunch that I would have You could say now it doesn't even need to eat dinner. But Right, the whole evaluation is what you gained from it How much did you save How much did you directly benefit Not what your animal damaged How do you figure out the the payment So if it ate from the middle of the From the middle of the public domain So you're going to pay For what you benefited From the side of the street Then you pay for the actual Damages Okay, which seems to imply the Gemara will explain, but this seems to imply more of a you know more of a direct damage. Me if you from the entrance of a store, you pay only for that which you uh, benefited. Um, from inside the store, which is a private area, you're going to pay for the actual damage, not just the benefit. Okay, so again, there's a difference in a payment that I'm making on benefit and a payment that I'm making on damages. Tana Rabanan, the rabbis learned and so should we. Hashem Hashem is considered a muad as a to eat that which is fit for it. Ketzad, what are we talking about? What is the case? Payment shnuchter the is if the animal that goes into the victim's courtyard and ate food that's fit for it, vishosa, drink, water or any liquid that's fit for it, you pay Nezik Shalim, again this is dealing with private property, so my animal goes into your private property, eats your fruit, drinks your water, I need to pay you full damages, whatever my animal drank and ate, I'm going to pay you full, if I've, uh, I own a a wild animal, I own a dog, and it goes into the victim's property. The tarfa of Basar, and it eats up your cat. okay? you got to pay full damages. if you have a cow that ate barley, the or a, a donkey that ate karshinim, uh, some sort of bran of a brand. or a, a dog that went to eat oil, these are all things that you could expect. or a, or a PIG. I was eating a piece of meat, you're going to have to pay full damages. Now that we said, anything that's abnormal. But an animal would eat when it's hungry. That's called normal food. What happens if you have a cat that eats dates? Yeah? Or call it, tendler eats kale. Type of lettuce? Yeah, it's a type of lettuce. You know when I eat kale? There's nothing else in the the fridge. fridge. What? When there's There's nothing else in the the fridge. Okay. Or in in your neighbor's fridge. There you go. Yeah. My sister sent me uh, one of these, what do they call them? The uh, meme. Sent me a meme. It was, it said, uh, always cook your kale with a little bit of oil. It helps when you scrape it into the garbage. (laughs) <laughs> Follow me for more cooking tips. <laughs> right? something like that. right? There are certain things that animals don't usually eat, but al If I'm hungry enough, I'll eat it. Right? When we were kids in Europe, yeah. So you're hungry enough. You, you, it's actually your mother made for dinner. I tell you. Yeah, whatever, whatever they serve you, whatever they serve you, whatever. If you're hungry enough, you'll eat it. It's True, right? So what happens if it's something which is not mamish uh, normal, but uh, when necessary, I'll eat it. So, you pay Nezek Sholem. So he said, if a cat eats dates, or a donkey eats fish, you're going to have to pay full damages, that would be called shane. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you a story. I There was once a donkey. There was a donkey that ate namah, ate bread, and then Besides for eating the bread, it started to munch on the sal, munch on the buck, on the basket that the bread was in. So it damaged the basket. Chayveh Revud, Lasham Mezek Shalim, Nezek. said, You're going to have to pay Nezek Shalim on the bread because that was normal. But on the basket, you're going to pay half damages because that's now called this? Karantan. Follow along what's happening here because this is a huge foundational idea. Going back to our Mesechta started, you have Shar. Bar, Mave, Hever. And we explained that within Shar, according to Rav, you have Karen, Shane and Regal. Here's what's happening. You have a donkey doing one thing, and on part of it it's called Shane, the bread, and on the other part it's called Karen. It gets the same exact action, but depending on what it's doing is gonna determine what damage you do. Yeah. So the food which is normal and it's beneficial to him, you're paying full like shane. But the basket that it's damaged is gonna pay half like Karen, because same action, but now it's called Karen on the actual uh, on the actual basket. It says Gemara, but why? Once it's <laughs> normal to eat the bread, Yeah, or, or, a donkey doesn't have the best aim. Yes yeah, so once it goes in for the bread, it might uh, it might take a little munch on the basket. <laughs> says the Gemara, the Huh? It says Gemara you're right. So here says Gemara, you're right, but here. What, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you what you want it to say what do you want it to say is like this i'll tell you if the donkey went for the bread and as it was going for the bread hit the basket you pay full but okay. if it eats the bread and then chews on the basket that's where we say you pay half damage right In other words, if the same if the action it is action of shame and he eats- and in, in that fight, he eats the right. Then the whole thing's shame. Then the whole thing shame. Right. But if he did it afterwards, it's like, what are you going back for more? Yeah, you already got your piece of pizza. You don't need to bite the box. All right. says the Gemara. Is it normal for a donkey to eat bread? that's a contradiction. If an animal eats bread or meat or something cooked, you pay half damages. My love, the Aren't we dealing with an animal that you only pay half? Even on bread, it should be considered abnormal, says Loi Bechaya, a wild animal. Yeah, wild animals don't eat bread. You know what wild animals eat? Meat. Says the Gemara, Bechaya Is it Really? Is that, that's what's normal? Says the Gemara, Yeah, I'll tell you, 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 know, you know what's unusual for a, a wild animal? Wild animals normally eat raw meat. But once meat is cooked, they're, they're not so excited about it. Yeah, they, they like their stuff rare. say of Batavia. Or you could say, we're uh, dealing with a wild animal, but it's a deer. A deer is a domesticated animal, and that it doesn't go after meat. Maybe we could say, we're dealing with meat for a domesticated animal, but we're dealing with bread that's uh, that's on a table. So usually animals will go after bread that's laying out there, but bread that's sitting on a table. It's abnormal for animals to wander over the tables and make them machzachaymish and start making a fabrengan. So over there, they're going to pay... That they were going to pay chati nezek. Let's just end off with one more incident, and we'll stop here. Ta'pah d'afchav. Hahu barcha. There was a goat dechaza lifta. It saw a turnip apuma de'dana on top of a top of a barrel. Sarich sulik achla lifta vetavrei le'dana. It climbed up on the barrel, ate the turnip, and the barrel broke. So, how do you view the damage of the barrel? Is that called shame because it was the 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 um, goat wanted Really broke it For something normal Or do you say It's called Karen, Right So Chai vei rava of Adonaleh zeshallam Rava obligated everything Full damage My <laughs> time Once it was normal For the goat To go after the turnip Or chenayim Of the It's even Going to be normal to, to damage thing Along the way That it took To get to the food Period Hold it here The last chiddush Of the gemara here Though is beautiful But the gemara According to Rava Shane That you pay Nezek Shalim Is not only on the item itself That's normal to benefit from It's on things that get damaged On the way to get to the item Also is called Shane That's the novel idea That's the Kiddush Of this last story of the Gemara We'll hold it here